Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday October 16th. Let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend. Eastern Kentucky AD Matt Roan agrees to an extension that could keep him in Richmond through 2027. College AD reports Texas Southern AD Kevin Granger is set to receive a three-year extension that would take his base pay from $230,000 annually to $250,000. The Texas Southern Board of Regents still has to approve. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips to SBJ's Ben Portnoy on league expansion, our job as the conference was to provide options to the membership and to our board of directors, etc., and that's what we did throughout. We had an agreement and the ACC wanted to do this, but it wasn't the only option that we considered over a period of time. And then when you look into the future, I just believe you have to be on the offensive side. You have to be aggressive in how you lead and manage. This fits nicely where this latest round of expansion has occurred with us having 18 schools, the Big 10 at 18, the SEC at 16 and the Big 12 with 16. Phillips goes on to say he believes the ACC can stay together in its coming form because he and his team will continue to listen, pay attention and serve its members. Phillips hopes to preserve bowl games as the college football playoff expands, telling the Bowl Season Stories podcast there is nothing that unites college fans and certainly college football fans more than bowl season does, and, those other 36 bowl games matter because we're going to have a lot of great teams every year and next year will be no different. Phillips also hopes next year brings some stability. It's been an unstable time in the industry, it just has, for a variety of reasons. Not only expansion, but the legal issues, some of the major transformational work that we did at the NCA, NIL, the transfer portal per se, just lots of things that have been new to the system and a few of these things we still have to get ironed out. Washington Board of Regents Chair David Zeke gives Yahoo's Ross Dellinger a behind-the-scenes look at how the Huskies and Oregon ended up in the Big Ten, it was both of us or none of us. The consensus was that if Oregon came along, we'd do it. On subsequently watching the Pac-12's challenges, it was like watching your mother-in-law drive over a cliff in your new Cadillac. Dellinger also writes that the Pac-12 was deep in negotiations with NBC and USA Network on a substantive rights deal until the deal stalled before the finish line. Per an insider close to the situation, poof, it was gone. The presidents had to be leaving these meetings going, what the F is going on? The league lost all credibility. Schools lost faith. In the end, it was UW President Anamari Kause who changed her mind on what the future would hold, overnight, she flipped. That's what happened. Washington State AD Pat Chun sums it up, it's our own fault we got ourselves to this place. It's a byproduct of how dysfunctional the Pac-12 had been for over a decade. Extra Points publisher Matt Brown examines what happens to Corvallis in a post-Pac-12 world, and city manager Mark Shepard tells him, Oregon State is easily the biggest employer in the city. We have a regional hospital system here, and Hewlett-Packard has a presence, but OSU is the big dog. They drive our economy, from housing, to consumer spending, to tourism. Brown notes the city imposes a 9% tax on hotels and other tourist lodgings. The city keeps 70% of that tax revenue and uses the other 30% to fund the Visit Corvallis nonprofit, which is designed to market Corvallis and Benton County as a whole. The city brought in $1.26 million in lodging tax revenue during 2022 and projects that figure to increase to $2.2 million in 2023 and $2.25 million in 2025, however, those estimates were made prior to the Pac-12's demise. While whatever hit the economy takes post-Pac-12 is unlikely to plunge the city into an economic freefall, Shepard points out that if there is significant revenue loss, we'd likely either need to cut back on services or increase fees elsewhere to make up the difference. 
Meanwhile, if OSU needs to cut jobs as a result of declining revenues, local consumer spending could be impacted, and Brown explains there's also the potential for a harder-to-quantify impact on community branding and psyche since Oregon State represents such an outsized influence on community life. Tuesday's Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on college sports will include NCAA President Charlie Baker, St. Joseph's AD Jill Bodensteiner, NCPA Executive Director Ramogi Huma, Ole Miss-focused Grove Collective Executive Director Walker Jones, Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti, Notre Dame AD Jack Swarbrick and former Florida gymnast-slash-current Gators student assistant coach Trinity Thomas. Ohio AD Julie Cromer sits down with former Wingate AD Kelly Kish at the 2023 Women Leaders Convention in New Orleans. Cromer says timelines vary when it comes to departments running entirely on the culture an AD establishes. I also think campus traditions run long and deep and embracing them is part of the deal. So, if you can, find a way to take those campus traditions that everyone's familiar with but put your own spin on them or draw from them a particular quality that matches with the culture you're trying to build. You have a better chance of, one, people jumping on board faster because it feels a little bit familiar to them, it's channeling through the tradition they already know. And then, two, communicating to them that you understand who you're joining and the group that you're trying to lead. When preparing for a new role, Cromer advises giving yourself grace and understanding that it's impossible to be prepared for every eventuality. We like to jump right into new leadership opportunities. There's a lot of energy and momentum around it, but you have to hold a little bit back in order to respond to the unexpected. I think you also have to really understand the culture that you're joining, which takes a little bit of time. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, October 16th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.